Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Dr. Oblivious, a podcast idiot. I'm your host, Brian Geller, DC, chiropractor extraordinaire, with your co-host and my fiance, soon-to-be wife, in two weeks, 13 days, Gina Skrogi. Uh, today's episode was Carly Skarpinski, owner, founder, president, CEO, CFO, Vice President, Assistant to Regional Manager. Secretary. Secretary. Um, Assistant Secretary, Executive Secretary. Literally every title of uh, Mustache Barbell and Fitness in Buffalo, New York. Tonawanda, New York, to be more specific. Um, just finished our podcast a couple hours ago. I am working off a very, very large glass of Lockhouse Distillery Gin. Um, so we're going to keep this intro pretty short because we got a couple episodes of Fleabag to watch tonight. And I will also correct you and say that it is Mustache Fitness and Barbell. What did I say? Mustache, mustache Barbell and Fitness? Mustache Barbell and Fitness. Sorry, Mustache Fitness and Barbell. So continue. <sighs> okay. How was your week? I worked three days. Yeah. I don't think I want to work anymore. I'm ready to retire. Okay. So we're getting married soon, so she's been taking some days off to do some wedding errands, and then um, I will probably be taking maybe a little time off the podcast. I'm not too sure. We we'll should see. podcast at the reception. We'll be podcast podcasting at the ceremony. At the ceremony. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't got much to say. I'm pretty beat. Today was a good day. We watched a couple of episodes of Fleabag this morning. You're a flea bag. That's all I got. What do you got to say? What are we talking about this week? I feel like we had some good stuff um, to throw in this intro today. Talking about donations yesterday, that got us pretty worked up. It got you pretty worked up. It got me pretty worked up. Who are talking about? You want to talk about it or not really? Not really? You feel like we can get into it? Donating? I think it's better to offer a good for some money than to just expect people to hand out money. Yeah. I don't think people should be handing out money in general. I don't like it. So. I'm not against donating. I donate, I'd say three times a year I donate. So as someone who had to raise funds to go to cheer camp, because yes, I was a cheerleader. Or to get new track warm-ups, because those weren't included from the school. I had to sell candy bars and go to car washes and do the whole shebang. Versus my parents handing me an extra X amount of dollars for something that really was quite stupid in, in, in the long run. Yeah. And it made me appreciate cheer camp and my Nike track warm-ups a lot more. Go Trojans. <sighs> I didn't grow up in a farm town, so I didn't have to raise you money don't, for my sport. If you, don't, if you don't like someone asking you for a dollar for a candy bar, then say, hey, not today. They're not going to chase you down. I'm not against donating. I just... I don't love the fact that kids have to provide car washes and sell candy bars to buy their clothes. I mean, I guess what's the alternative? Asking their parents or not 
participating in the and sport, which would suck. And a lot of kids suck. who go to a public school, their parents do not have the money to give them to go. I went to a public school. You lived in a very upper class neighborhood. Middle to upper. Middle to upper, which if you took those salaries and put them in West Seneca, that would be. You guys would be living like kings. Yeah. Caviar. Caviar. You ate caviar. Ooh, let's Champagne. talk about what you your favorite food as a child. It's not necessarily my sushi. Sushi was okay. My sushi was Still your was my favorite, favorite food. Yeah, yours was hot dogs over a no. Fire mine pit. was anchovies and capers on a Still saltine. Is. That's because you're a and Jordan almonds for dessert. Yeah. So it's just it is what it is. I get it. You need to stop yawning. Do you want a peanut butter cookie? No. Um, I got nothing, man. This sucks. Yeah. I think this is okay, though. No. I think it's okay. People got a lot. People never asked for you. They got two good episodes, and they're going to get one shitty episode. They're going to get what they get. But you know how I feel about overthinking and perfectionism. Good. I hope this keeps you up tonight. It probably will. I'm not I'll just delete it. No, I'm not re-recording this. I'm not editing it. This is real. This is what happens. It's because I'm not boozing. Yeah. It's because I'm boozing and you're not. Yeah. I got hiccups. I'm yawning. I'm going to fucking puke. I got a couple of peanut butter cookies in me. Enchiladas. You're real spoiled, you know. Yeah. It's going to all end before after the wedding. Today was a good podcast. Thanks for asking. How today was your podcast today? was today? a very good episode. Um, of the six guests, five of which have been recorded, Carly was definitely the most fun because I had nothing prepared. I was kind of worried, but once we started talking, it was like, it was good. It was downhill. Carly Hernando? Carly Harambe. Harambe. I yeah. Um, I want to plug uh, his gym and services, but most importantly, I want to plug the meet that he's got going on in November. He's got a uh, powerlifting for pride meet. I may have gotten that name wrong. But um, he's, as far as Carly and I both know, he's the first person to throw a full powerlifting meet, not just pull for pride, which is a deadlift-only meet for uh, the LGBTQ community. Um, <clears throat> he's the first person that we uh, both know of is throwing a full powerlifting meet for the LBGTQ community. Um, so that's squat, bench, deadlift, unsanctioned, no weight classes, uh, no dress code. You could wear whatever the fuck you want, no singlet. You show up. You lift. You have a good time. Um, I'll be there. I think Gina will be there. Are we competing? Uh, we're not competing, but I think I'll be working, maybe as an MC or something. I think I'll just be. I, I'll I'll be helping out. Am I competing? No. You got. I don't know. He's only got like ten entries left. So if you want to compete, he'll make an opening for me. <coughs> Isn't that right, Carly Harambe? Carlos. Um. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Um. It's in November. I don't know the exact date, but I'm going to be publishing it. Uh, if you're listening to this, it's it's September currently. Um, so if you don't participate, if you're out of the city or out of the state or whatever, find the way to do something. I don't know. Subscribe you to the page. You could donate. donate. You could donate. You know what? And I'm all for that. I don't know. Th- there's like certain things I'll donate for. Um I don't know. Helping a kid stay on a, a school team. Okay. All right. When you put it, okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. And and we we've, we've talked about it before. I've mentioned it a thousand times. I've gotten all, fucking worked up about it. But. So there. Don't bring it up. <laughs> don't talk about it. Fine. Now people are gonna want to know. Nope. 
Leave a mission for it. You think it's too political? I think it's very political, and you're going to upset a lot of people. I don't think supporting the Nazi party is that bad. I don't. I think it could be worse. Were you at the Lewiston Peach Festival this weekend? All right. First off, let me backtrack 30 seconds. Me supporting the Nazi party is obviously very serious, and I take that very seriously. So please donate. I'm kidding. I am fucking kidding. I do not support... I don't even have to say it. It's a joke. In other news, in other serious news, so we have a little town, uh, I don't know, whatever, we'll say 30 minutes north of here, in Niagara County, not to be confused with Erie County, where Buffalo is, my city that I reside in, in Lewiston, which has nothing to do with Buffalo or the people that live in Buffalo, okay, there is a city in Niagara County where Niagara Falls, New York, fucking lives can i just can i just finish this for you the fucking scum of the scum of the earth niagara falls new york i hope you hear this go ahead lewiston new york they 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 have a peach festival a peach vessel how fucking harmless is a peach festival it literally is what it is it's it's there's there were flyers going around with the kkk ever hear of them supporting they're they're not supporting anything they're trying to bring members into the kkk they're just trying to this is lewiston this is not buffalo people white I mean, if it happened anywhere, it's incredibly wrong. Right, and it's exactly. To the community, and it's not fair because a bunch of scumbags want to represent, um, want want to take a very cute little community in a very harmless, Lewiston's beautiful, family oriented thing, and turn it into a white supremacy meetup, and fuck all of you. So that's what I have to say about that. I mean, can we try to see the light in the dark here? We didn't get any peaches. We didn't get any peaches. Um, That's not really the light. That's the dark in the dark. That is. You know what the light in the dark is? Every member who signed up got a uh, peach pie to bring home. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, My buddy, Grandmaster Kevin, he was, uh, yeah, everybody got a free peach pie. He said if I signed up, I'd get two peach pies because I'm coming from a different county. So he'd help me out. I'll make you a peach pie. You don't have to join any type of clan. I'll think about it. There's, they still have open enrollment for another week, and twenty percent off the yearly. What's the membership? Fee? It's really not that bad. You just have to, um, you, you just have to uh, like promise that you'll never talk to another race ever again. Is the outfit included, or do you have to raise donations for that? Yeah, you unfortunately you have, have to. You unfortunately have to bars? sell uh, candy bars. Yeah, the uh, Yankee, what are they called? Yankee candles. No Yankee candles. They're, we're just Niagara doing, candy. The Niagara candy. Yeah, that makes sense. Any Zappa snacks? No Zappa snacks. Mm-hmm. They're out of. Do they know you're Jewish? Yeah, they're fine with it as long as I like, you know, burn a cross here and there. They're fine with it. It's you just got to do like uh, one meeting a month to keep your membership. It's really not that bad. Um. How did we get on the topic of Nazis? Oh, God, this is another episode where if anybody was listening to him, they're like, I'm going to sponsor him. And they're like, oh, here we go. Here it is again. I thought maybe he would redeem himself this week. So Carly's throwing a meet for Pride. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful cause. I am actually very I, – I, I've been really kind of – I feel like I'm not one to say like I've been really jaded on the sport. Uh, not like I've participated. Not like I've contributed. I, I really have no, <clears throat> no place in the sport at all in the past – I don't know, seven, eight years or so. A little less than that since I've competed. So I've, I, I have nothing to do with the sport. So I, I, I can't be an authority to say, like, oh, this fucking sport sucks and the sport's not doing shit anymore and blah, blah, blah. Carly and I spoke a lot about it. A lot about it. 
but when somebody comes out and does a um, a meet, I- especially in such a time where there's so much turmoil in the sport with federations, uh, I don't want to say they're making statements against certain groups like the LBGTQ community, <clears throat> but they're coming out like USAPL is making a statement saying like, you know, we can't have trans lifters anymore. Um, and then you've got other uh, federations that are very in support. And it, it's, it's just a really weird time. And then you have somebody who's coming out making, I mean, it's a political stance, you know, to be in support of LGBTQ community um, in such a time of turmoil. It's, it's just, it's, it's like a very overwhelming, beautiful thing for somebody to do that. Um, and plus he's donating to an organization. I, I really, I'm sorry, I really don't remember where the money's going. He's donating um, like proceeds from the meet uh, to Pride. Who is it? I was making a joke about the KKK, but I'm assuming it's not. Not a good time. Okay. Not um, a good time. Because they will they if they're at the meet they'll be protesting. Either way, I, I'm not going to waste anybody's time to try to look it up. So you can put your phone down. But um, Carly Skarpinski and Mustache Fitness and Barbell will be donating proceeds to um, to a uh, LGBTQ. It is going to the Pride Center of Western New York. Pride Center of Western New York, beautiful. Do you do you want the details? Yeah. Let's hear so, it. So, Powerlifting for Pride, hosted on November 3rd. Rules will be at 8.30. Lifting starts at 9 a.m. $40 entry. No weigh-ins. No gender. Non-sanctioned. You can find all your registration information at the themustachefitnessandbarbell.com. And if you want to just come out, support, and help out, uh, it's a $5 spectator fee, which is pretty fantastic because yeah. we've been to some really shitty meets that aren't going to be this fun that mm-hmm. will charge... $10 or more. Um, and just so you know, costumes are encouraged. Uh, and half of the proceeds will be going to Pride. Yeah. So that that's that's a fantastic thing. So we're keeping it local. He's keeping it local. I have nothing to do with this. They are limiting entries to 45. I'm not yeah. sure. I know Carly's been I think he's got 35 while, right now. So as, as of tonight, as of um, what's tonight, the 8th? Yeah. Um, as of tonight, Sunday night, he's got, I think, like 35. So he's, he's really fucking close. Um, if you want to come and you want to come and watch and you don't want to spend the $5, DM me. I will pay for you to come in. It's five bucks. It's super cheap. I won't pay for your entry fee to compete, but I will pay for you to come in. It's $5. Um, if not, I'm sure Carly will take whatever donations to, uh, via PayPal and Venmo to throw to uh, Western New York pride. So. Get your head out of your asses. It's a beautiful cause. It's a nice thing. And uh, if you want nothing to do with it, that's fine with me, too. I don't care. I don't want to hear about it. We try to keep politics off of this podcast. Did you guys talk about Carly having pica? No. I don't know if we I don't know if we were supposed to talk about that. Then again, right before the podcast, Carly said he's an open book. So, I mean, if you want to take, like, 30 seconds to tell me why. Well, I don't know pica. if he actually really has, like, a diagnosed case of pica, but when we used What is to pica? It's people who eat anything. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when I brought muffins to I just have a, like, gym. posterior inferior cerebellar... Uh, yeah, because that's something yeah. I would know about. Uh, like so an aneurysm. Anyway, I brought muffins to the gym, and Carly ate paper on the bottom of the muffin and then told me that for like two years straight he would go to Tim Hortons and eat a very large muffin 
including the paper and so part of me thinks the reason he is the size he is is because it's just like a lot of rocks it's just paper and paper yeah. and wax uh, i once i i saw Car- i saw carly once eat a uh, a ream of paper 500 sheets of paper he ate the whole thing he ate a tire so i once eat a tire they have to keep replacing the mats in the gym because he keeps eating the fucking floors yeah it's pretty wild um that's it I got nothing I feel like we lost most of the people this podcast is gonna be a bust you have anything else you wanna say do you remember alright um until the next episode that's it bye later now I don't I, I generally don't have questions um per se not not for this one I don't I don't need to yeah so I feel like um of all the guests that I've had I've known you the longest and the best yeah um, and I've spent more time with you than any of my other guests, uh, with the exception of Matt, the one, the massage therapist. Oh, so, Matt Myers. Yeah, but um, otherwise, that is it. Matt Meyer. Meyer. Myers. Yeah. One Meyer. No S. So. So like Oscar Meyer. Oscar Meyer. Matt Meyer Wiener. Um, he's not gonna listen, so that's okay. <laughs> so today's guest is Carly Skarapinski. Am I pronouncing that right? It is. It's Skarpinski. Skarpinski. Oh, uh, okay. I've known you for three years. <coughs> and you I've, I've never bothered. I've never <laughs> bothered asking. Uh, so I've got Carly Skarpinski, uh, gym owner. Yes. Coach. Yes. Athlete. Uh, washed up. Sort of athlete. <laughs> Mediocre at best. Mathlete. <laughs> um, what am I missing? Excel entrepreneur. Excel entrepreneur. <laughs> spreadsheet connoisseur. Um, t-shirt, designer. t-shirt, uh, distributor. I wouldn't say designer. I'm not very creative. Adult alternative rock <laughs> lover, aka yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I've covered all my bases there. Yeah, uh, cat dad. Cat dad. I'm trying to think of any other jobs I have. I'm a janitor as well. I clean my own gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do wipe my own ass, so that's a plus. I'm the plus size guy. You. <laughs> You are your own caretaker. <laughs> I, I do take care of myself somewhat. Um, I think that's it. I don't think I'm missing I anything. Rent an apartment somewhere in the nice part of Tonawanda. <sighs> so for people who don't, Tonawanda is Buffalo. It's, it's Buffalo. It, Buffalo, Western New York. That's it. It's Buffalo. Everything is Buffalo. <laughs> for the seven people listening, it's Buffalo. Hopefully um, now it's not six. Sorry. So, all right. So you are... A gym owner, Mustache Fitness. Yep, Mustache Fitness and Barbell. So, Mustache Fitness and Barbell is a privately owned powerlifting yep. slash Olympic lifting gym. Yeah, it's a what we call a barbell club. Yep. Uh, we specialize in a lot of programs, uh, remote coaching, uh, and just general fitness. Um, yeah, been just happy, had my uh, four year anniversary. That's awesome. Congrats. Uh, Labor Day. So, let's just promote that real quick. Where can people find the gym? 410 Hind Street. Uh, Tonawanda, New York, 14150. In terms uh, of Or the, you can go on the website, mustachefitnessandbarbell.com, or, yeah, any social media outlet. You can just search Mustache Fitness and Barbell. There you go. And that's not to be confused with, I assume there's another Mustache Fitness somewhere. Probably somewhere. People uh, who have mustaches that run gyms. You know, a homosexual like gym, <laughs> preferably. Um, so Mustache Fitness is just a general basic barbell club. Yeah. That's all you got. You got barbells, plates. 
We got some dumbbells. Some we got dumbbells. some cable machines. Um, we got a belt squat. We got all the kettlebells. Uh, we have a physical therapist, Matt Veronica, there, and Zach uh, Clapp. Uh, Is he working with you guys now? He sort of. works with MoveWell. Oh, and that's he right. Does, um, his place, he does most of his appointments are between uh, Nickel City and Mustache. I got to get him on this podcast. I've been meaning to get Chris Nentarts. Yeah. He's a fantastic physical therapist, so he I have no is. doubt that Matt – well, I know Matt's good, and then Zach. Uh, yeah, so we took Zach on uh, as in, like, just a um, – having him come along, Matt and I. Um, yeah. We're the Super Stash Bros instead of the Super Smash Bros. Super Stash Bros. I like that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so it was just more of, like, having Zach have a place. I mean, he's a yeah. full-time physical therapist at a clinic. And then his couple of clients that he has, like, we didn't mind bringing him on uh, to have an extra body, not only help around watching the gym – Things of that nature. How um, big is the gym? What's the square footage? We are there? three thousand square feet with yeah. room to grow. Yeah, uh, we plan so on expanding shortly. Um, you know, you know how that goes. Yeah, talking to the landlords. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. No, you've been expanding for a year now. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> um, you've actually downsized in a year. Yeah. <laughs> and as somebody who's been a member of the gym for just a little over two years, mm-hmm. three thousand square feet is plenty big for a oh, gym. Oh yeah, plenty big. Uh, we've had upwards of. At one time, 25, 30 people yeah. in the gym working out, um, and it felt like there was a lot of people in the gym, but it didn't feel like anyone was on top of one another. It didn't feel like we were waiting too long for something. Like, no one was waiting, like, 40 minutes, you know, for a, a rack or something like that. Yeah. Um, how'd you come up with the name? <laughs> you want the honest story or you want the story I tell all the politics? Don't care. All right. Well, the your, first your political choice. one is it's a transition of change. Okay. Um, so the real story from is... From boy to man. Boy transitioning to man, yeah. yeah. Um, it's 2019. <laughs> we could say things like yeah, that. Right? It's okay. I think it's a thing. Um, so I started the name back in 2012-ish. 2011-12. Um, so I've been promoting that name for a long time. And it all started... I was... <laughs> This is going to be funny for people who actually know what I look like. Um, I was an Abercrombie model back mm-hmm. in the day. <laughs> I can vouch for that. Um, what's on? What's sitting in front of me on a couch is not an Abercrombie model no, anymore. It looks like a baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> with a t-shirt on. With a t-shirt on. And I'm not split open with sour cream on the inside. Yet. <laughs> um, so it it's all started then. Uh, I was dating a girl. Uh, I quit my job at a- Abercrombie, um, thankfully. Um, and then I started becoming a personal trainer full-time. Before then, it was, like, just a way of, honestly, working out with my friends and meeting girls. Uh, I thought it was a great way of, like, oh, I'm in college. Like, this is super cool. Yeah. And then I never took it seriously. Um, And it was, like, back around, like, 2008, I started training actual, like, people in Mm -hmm. UB's gym. And for, you know, dining dollars and numbers. And it was not really... uh, a lucrative thing and then I really decided one of my bosses back in the day his name is John Bean he'll probably never listen to this and that's okay um, you don't know who my listeners are <laughs> he was the manager at Hive when the Hive was like the like Just keep talking you were the you were the you were the person if you wanted to train at like if you were a personal trainer this was the place you wanted to train back in the day they had people with MS's they had CSCS's like you needed that to have a job at the Hive it was like the epitome of the uh, what a personal trainer wanted to work for. And he was the manager there, and he was like, dude, just go for it. Like, if they're going to pay your certification, go work at a mom-and-pop place. 
And I was like, okay, cool. That sounds awesome. And so, this was two thousand. This was around 2010 okay. is when I started the name Mustache Fitness. And that's when I started working at the aquatic, Tonawanda, town of Tonawanda Aquatic and Fitness Center. And from there, um, I quit my job at Abercrombie. And I was like, whoa, I can actually grow facial hair. Because for those of you who don't know, you have to be have what they call, quote-unquote, the all-American look. And to right. them, that means half-button-up shirts uh, with jeans. The belt has to be, like, hanging off of the jeans. You have to wear either Chuck, black Chuck Taylors, gray Chuck Taylors, or navy Chuck Taylors. Not white, God forbid. Um, <laughs> and uh, you had to wear jeans. You couldn't wear shorts. There was a certain look you had to have, and it had to be a flannel or a button-down. Yeah. And you couldn't even have a five o'clock shadow. You Most couldn't have a beard. You couldn't have anything. You had to be clean shaven at all times. And now, like, I sh- when I was shaving back then, I was having stubs all the time, so I looked like shit. Yeah. And you're like, oh, at least you're clean. And I'm like, whatever, dude. Like, well, that's fine. the uh, what are you Venezuelan? You're Chilean. Wait, Chilean, Chilean. So that's Come on, it. You've known me for I how know, long? I know. It's not the Chilean in you that grows the hair, right? It's the. Uh, <laughs> it's a little bit of Bulgarian. Both. What's the other half? Uh, Russian. Is it? No, it's not. It's Polish, uh, probably part well, German. Because yeah. I think actually the Nazis traveled down to South America in World War II, and that's why, like, I'm. A I don't want to get into German. the. Uh, we Nazi won't get politics. into politics, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, so we have plenty of time to talk about Nazi yeah, Germany. Okay. Um, so from there, uh, I grew out some facial hair, and she fucking hated it. Yeah, like legitimately hated everything about it. So, <laughs> what happened? Uh, it got to the point where she would shave it off in the middle of the night. Oh, come she on. She would wait at the door for me to, with a razor, saying, like, you're not coming in. <laughs> you're, you have to shave it to come into the house. And I was like, all right, so I left. Yeah. <laughs> and then we fought about it. You yeah. Know? Uh, but it got to a point where the relationship was just getting really rocky. And it was, like, a common theme of me, like, growing out weird shit on my face. Because right. I could for a long time. Now I'm getting to the uh, – we'll talk about beards in a little bit. Yeah. But, like – I'm trying to grow out this beard thing. It's right coming now. in. It's it's gray. Yeah. It's salt and peppery. Yeah. But it's it's coming. Um so anyways, it got to a point where like the relationship was ending. I was like out of it for like six to eight months and I was like just dragging it along. You know, I feel sorry, you know, now, you know, looking back on it, I'm like, I'm an asshole. I'm Do sorry. You though? Mm-hmm. I think so. Because I think about that sometimes too. Where I'm just like, Yeah, I was a total asshole to a lot of my ex girlfriends, but do I feel bad about it? I don't know because I'm I'm older, right? It's been years. I've yeah. been together with Gina for ten years. Oh, Jesus, seven. But um, <laughs> yeah, there was a mix-up. Sorry, um, different Gina. Right. Um, it's like no, I don't really feel bad because I was sixteen, yeah. seventeen. Yeah, 18. I was I was twenty to twenty-one. Yeah, when that happened. So, what made you decide like I'm just gonna open up my own place? I mean, you've been in the same location, right? Yeah, I've been in the same location, but the name came before the place. Right, and you were so at Catalyst? I was branding Best Fitness before it was okay, Catalyst. Okay, right. So I was still at the Aquatic Center, uh, or excuse me, I just took on the, a, what they call them, fitness professionals mm-hmm. at Best Fitness. And then I, and within a month, I became the fitness specialist, a.k.a. the assistant director of Best Fitness Personal Training Department, yeah. a.k.a. you just need to sell a ton of shit and pro, um Personal training packages. Yeah, that's why you lose your job. That happened with me at uh, Anytime Fitness, which yeah. I think everybody's heard of. In Anytime Fitness, yep. I was a, a personal trainer there, and um, when they took me on, they were like, "Yeah, you're gonna have so many clients, blah blah blah." 
and then the first thing they did was hand me a sheet with a thousand names on it. And they yeah. were like, you need to cold call everybody and try to sell them on yep. your personal training. They so. had a program called InTouch, or we did evals, or yeah. they called them BFIT 60s, or BFIT 30s, <laughs> or Floor Fits. Um, but the name came before then, and it got to a point where the relationship was like kind of ending. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to grow a big-ass mustache for yeah. the last month. Uh, I was going to a Grateful Dead show. Uh, like a, not a Grateful Dead show, but like a, a tribute show to them <laughs> in Jamestown <laughs> at the Southern that Tier Brewing like Company. You, no, it it, uh, it was with me and my buddies. There was you know there was someone okay. I wanted to go see. So yeah, I was yeah. like, you know, far out. Yeah, I mean, we were staying at her house, like whatever, whatever. I was like, I can't do this until like I'm single, and like I just needed to do it. I knew yeah. I was out of it, and I, I wasn't that kind of guy where I was just gonna be like, ah, oh, fuck this. Yeah. Um, so we met in the Blockbuster Panera parking lot on Elmwood, where now I never thought Blockbuster and Panera existed in the same universe. They did, but that's that's neither here. It's nor on Elmwood, where okay. Agave and Panera are now, and Spot Coffee. Okay. So in that parking lot, yeah. we parked next to each other. I got in her car, yeah, and I was like, "Hey, listen, you know, this is it's not going to work. <laughs> like, I'm done." And she's like, "You know, arguing back and forth." And fucking asshole blah, yeah. blah, blah, whatever and then it got to a point where she's like why 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 and I was just like dude I don't see my I don't see myself spending my rest of my life with you <laughs> like you're kind of boring <laughs> like I'm sorry um <laughs> so <laughs> comes to find out like after I said that it she went even that fucking mustache of yours yeah you're never gonna get another girlfriend and you're never gonna be successful with a mustache so I was like Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Like, what we'll am see. I gonna do? So you walked your ass over to Blockbuster. I got a you know Would you a movie. <laughs> no, I got in the car and drove to Jamestown is exactly what I did. Um and then literally on the way to Jamestown with my friends, I changed all of my social media handles to Mustache Fitness. Yeah. And that was two thousand eleven, twelve ish. And uh the rest is history on the name and I grew it out for a year. Yeah. Telling myself I'm gonna do the best I can at <laughs> sales and extracurriculars yeah and, uh and then i wanted to shave it and i was like oh, i gotta change the name now my name um on my social media tag and like going to shows mm-hmm. and bodybuilding shows and powerlifting meets i met a lot of people and they're like oh you're the mustache guy and i was like well kind of coined the name right now you so don't then, have a choice yeah and i know so come full circle remember yeah. this story when i was picking out a place to open up the gym mm-hmm. we opened up the gym right next to her and her mom's studio there you go full circle is she still there they moved okay. they're very they have a very successful there's still a dance studio like, in that oh lot, yeah right uh okay. no that's a collections agency now which is kind of that whatever building that's not that connected building that's not connected okay is now no longer a dance studio but they yeah. move they have their own facility like nowhere near where we are okay. well not nowhere near it's like a mile away by Far the mexican enough. place by that quick fill now at any point did you guys talk in this time like did she like oh she saw that I had it well yeah and she actually came in said congratulations and then he signed up for 12 weeks it. of personal training <laughs> <laughs> and then she was hooked on a $19.99 program <laughs> for 12 months <laughs> um, but no we haven't actually spoke since then okay she's happily engaged and I'm pr- happy for her um, but bitch. you know she kind of she kind of propelled my business yeah. so I kind of have to give her a little yeah. bit of credit all right um, you know, it's I a, it's be a ca- where it's I am a, now yeah. if it wasn't for her <laughs> it's a catchy <laughs> name for sure yeah um People have heard of it. Yeah. So many people are just like, oh, yeah, the, the mustache fitness. Yeah. I've heard of it. Um, there's other gyms in the area that are not pleased with the name. So I've heard. Not so I've heard. Directly I've heard from yeah. um, other mustachioed men 
that the man who doesn't the man who runs Mustache Fitness does not have a mustache himself. Not anymore. Only uh, for powerlifting meets. But now I'm gonna, gonna grow yeah. a beard, so I think I'm gonna actually put in a new LLC for like bearded fitness and barbell. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be you know have yeah. two gyms at the, with the same name. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, double door policy, something like that. Yeah, open know. open door policy. Open door policy. Right? Very Roosevelt. open door. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Sorry, no politics. No politics here. Only, yeah. Um, let's see. When did you get into powerlifting? So I've always kind of like been in it. Like yeah. I powerlifted when I was in high school. Um, you know, there was a guy named John Osua, uh, TJ Stengel, Ryan something, and me, mm-hmm. and Jason Tamel. Where'd you uh, go to high school? Alden High School. Okay. Uh, we were a bunch of guys that just literally loved the lift and my now I think he's the assistant principal or the principal of the high school but back then he was just the athletic director what was that weight room like Alden High. For, so for those of you who don't know Alden Alden is kind of a small country yeah, smallish town. town and honestly the weight room was pretty decked out yeah. for being a high school locker room or high school weight room they had like four benches they had actual free weights they yeah. had a cable tower they had a bunch of dumbbells up to like 120 looking back um, at my high school gym I really wish I took advantage of it. Yeah, more because it was such an awesome gym. I mean, I work with a couple of high school kids now, and like honestly, it's it's awesome. It's yeah. awesome that you get to like f- you know mold them into the people that Absolutely. you know you kind of wish you were, or not only the people that you wish you were, but the people they want to be, and you kind of get to see yourself kind of through that, mm-hmm. um, and you know, kind of you know what I could have been, yeah, and <laughs> see the potential in them, um, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, no, I mean the weight room was awesome. Uh, you know, we did a lot of pyramid schemes. We did a bunch of reps. I mean, that's why I have so much endurance in my bench is just from him. Like we used to do, you know, AMRAP sets and uh, pyramid sets, and like we yeah. would superset fucking chest flies and flat bench and like go to town for like an hour. Now, w- this is kind of what I ask Nate Harvey, considering he's, I don't know, maybe he's twenty plus years older than us. Um, like what? What was your programming like? What what resources did you have when you were in high school? Honestly, because I had, you and I were in high school at the same time. Yeah, you know, I literally had nothing. Yeah, um, like YouTube wasn't really a thing when we were right. in high school. Um, I literally just followed whatever my high school um, powerlifting coach gave me. Yeah, and like it was a good enough program to get me stronger. And then after high school, you know, when I um, I had a mishap, you know, in college where. Um, arguments with coaches mm-hmm. and didn't really see my college football career come to flourishment. Um, so I kind of just got really fucking fat and lazy and was like, fuck this. Like I hate working out. Yeah. And then I just did a lot of trial and error for myself and from trial and error became curious about what else is out there. And then I got into bodybuilding, ran marathons and then that's right. You were a big runner. Yeah. Now, did you ever compete in bodybuilding or no? I, well, Yes or no? I I was supposed to do two. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> we're, um, we were all supposed to do two. Yeah, right. uh, I actually was four weeks out from the one and about eight weeks out from the other. No, when was January to March? Yeah. Mm, a, little, a little over ten weeks then for the other one. Uh, and things happened with my dad. Yeah. Uh, both things. I was very close with my dad. Uh, the one in the first one, uh, my dad got sent to prison. Um, so it was like more uh, taking care of, yeah. you know, things at home. Um, and then the other one, my dad was dying. Yeah. So ever since then, I've kind of shied away from the bodybuilding stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an appreciation for it, and I love training people for it. Um, figure bikini, bodybuilding, classic physique, um, men's bikini. Um, and I just just never really 
sought it through and i think now it's just you know now it's just a trigger it's like oh well i'm gonna train and something bad shit's gonna happen yeah so have you have you always felt that have you always kind of correlated that like if i train specifically for now do you feel like that way for a powerlifting meet so no because like i got in a powerlifting meet for one reason and that was just to get my name out there Mm -hmm. like to be honest i don't really like competing in powerlifting Like I don't, I love the training. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like competing. Period. So for anybody out there who's looking to start up a business, regardless of what it is, compete in a powerlifting meet. Get your name yeah. out there. Get your name out. Yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> and the best way to do it is to spend a shit ton of money on a meet. Yeah. Travel uh, all over the country. Kill yourself for four yeah. months. <laughs> get hurt, herniate some discs. Go see Brian. Come yeah. back even stronger. It's yeah. fine. I'll offer you to get your whatever it is name out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I had a mission. My mission was to get my fucking name out there on a national level. Yeah. Have people from all over the country know who I am, and that was it. Yeah, like I I didn't see my ultimate goal through, which was clearly you know I wanted to get to two thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I wanted a two k total. Um, yeah. I fell about ninety eight pounds short. Um, but I had a really bad back injury. Yeah, and you know yeah. all about that. And um, and a hundred pounds on a total when you're already totaling nineteen. 10, right? Is it, am I doing that math right? Yep. Uh, about 1902, but yeah. that's okay. Who's counting? I mean, that's 100 pounds is a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was on a fast yeah. track. Um, yeah. I was on a fast track. You know, uh, Max and I really. Max Aida. Max Aida yeah. from Juggernaut Training Systems was, uh, was and still is my coach, but now coaches me through uh, confidence issues, um, cool. self esteem issues, and more so giving me programs that I vaguely follow. Um, so he, he and I worked together from 2000, uh, late 2015 to early 2016, and I put on 500 pounds of my total. Which is huge. Yeah. So, and yeah. From 2016 to pretty much 2018. Yeah. So for any of my non-powerlifting, non-weightlifting listeners, uh, total is combined three lifts, yep. squat, bench, uh, deadlift. You take the best of the three, combine it. A 2,000-pound total is it's a milestone. Yep. It's like for the people who say like, I want to bench 225 pounds. Yeah. Your 2000 pound total is huge for a power lifter. For sure. Um, and I mean, yeah, that's, that's big Pr- pretty yeah. much regardless of any weight class. And I know John hack just, John hack just did it. I mean, smoked about 180, 180 fucking one. But yeah. I mean, so at 181 pounds, he totaled <laughs> 2000 pounds, which is insane. Competition weight, yeah. That's insane. I mean, that, that is, that's an all-time world record. It it's, has to be, right? Uh, if not, it's very, very What did close. he total? Total 2001? Or was it 2000 it, yeah, flat? Yeah, I think it, it's 2000. It's either 2000 or 2001. Yeah. One of those two. Regardless, he's not on. I'm not giving him fucking free advertising today. <laughs> um, um, yeah. But no, I mean, it, it, it was just one of those things where I got, uh, I had a, um, I don't want to say an epiphany, but like I had a wake-up call. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't. <laughs> Sorry to all the athletes listening out there. I don't train well. Yeah. I don't eat well. I don't sleep well. Um, I don't, you don't sleep warm up well. General. It, no, yeah. I don't. I work too much. Um, and I was a terrible athlete. Like, yeah. And I was surprised I was able to do what I was able to do with how minimal work I put in. Yeah, and it caught up. Oh, yeah, it yeah. absolutely caught up. I mean, my, my, my body just couldn't recover. And funny story, the day I hurt that was the day after I got a hole-in-one. So I'll probably <laughs> never get a hole-in-one again, and I'll probably never hurt my back yeah. that bad again. So you have a lot of correlation equals yeah, causation. So, here. so yeah. prepping for a bodybuilding show, bad things happen. Hole <laughs> exactly. in one, bad things bad happen. Things happen. Um, but yeah, for, for those of you who don't know Carly personally, you see your first client when five thirty six. Uh, yeah, it's been lately five fifteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
and then you're closing the gym at what nine? Uh, I've been leaving around nine nine thirty, yeah. and Sometimes that's like what might close up around eight thirty. And that's like six days a week, roughly five six uh, days a week. That is four days a week of yeah. that long of hours, and then usually Fridays. I try to golf in the summers, yeah. so like my hours are a little short. Um, so I usually work like five thirty to about like two. Um, and then Saturday, if I'm not traveling, which I travel, I think this year. That is year, true. You've been traveling quite a bit lately. This year alone, South Dakota. South Dakota. Yeah. Bench Nats, baby. Yeah. <laughs> good old, good old <laughs> South Dakota. Well, how long does that meet? Like an hour and a half? <laughs> flew out to South Dakota? <laughs> I flew four hours for a to watch my clients lift for about 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it was great. People. They did really good. Uh, Kelly and Sarah did amazing, uh, which was awesome. But, yeah. you know, I'm dedicated to my athletes. I'll travel yeah. wherever. You know, if I'm not busy, I'm going to be there. Yeah. Know, that's just kind of my thing. That's built in the price. That's built in everything. Uh, just because I feel like. That's what you get when you pay $1,000 a month. month. Exactly. $1, actually, 1001 So yeah, you know, $1, Every dollar I'm going to put towards that total. That is true. So for all you suckers out there, 1000 1001 <laughs> a month. Um, but, yeah, no, I've been, I think this year alone I've traveled to about – about 20 to 30 different cities Holy for work. Holy shit. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's been What's fun. the worst place you've been to? South Dakota. <laughs> I got, dude, like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to anyways. Yeah. I got profiled at the fucking airport. For what? Having fucking tattoos and looking like a degenerate. In South Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a total, uh, shit you not, of 25 flight, like people flying. Mm -hmm. 25 in the fucking airport. Yeah. And there were only seven gates. Seven. Buffalo Buffalo's airport has 25. And for those of you who never flown into Buffalo's airport, it's like it's uh, tiny. I'd, I'd say it's about 5,000 square feet. It's like a chode. It's yeah. like the chode of airports. <laughs> and now you have an inner in South Dakota. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. Um anyway, so I got profiled this fucking guy was such an asshole. Which is weird. And he's a TSA agent and I'm not yeah. confrontational at all. Like the I try thing not is, to be. Your your face tattoo says I hate all races equally. Yeah. I mean it's so a Kumatata and I hate face tattoos. That's exactly what it says. And <laughs> this fucking guy goes, so I see these old people. They're like maybe 55 to 65 years old. I'm, not, I'm generalizing. They have great fucking hair, and they walk like they have a stick up their ass. Like, yeah. I don't fucking know. I don't know how old they are. They're old. So Old. They're old-ish. They're older. Oh, over 30. It, well over 30. Yeah. And this fucking, these, this couple goes through the thing with their arms up. They spin the little fucking thing. They walk out, but they have their shoes on. So they have their goddamn shoes on. So I asked the TSA agent, I go, Hey, I've never been in this airport. It's really small. I've never traveled to this place. Where do I have to take my shoes off? I'm, un I'm unfamiliar. And he goes, read the sign. I go, sir, I've just read the sign. It doesn't tell me what I need to go through there. It tells me what I need to put on the conveyor belt. Yeah. And he's like, or the scanning shit, whatever it is. And he's like, okay, well, now you have to put take seven bins. And act well, I only traveled with a backpack, keep in mind, with one backpack. And he made me take out everything in my backpack and put it in, in each individual bin. And I'm like, that seems excessive, but whatever. I'm yeah. going to do it. I'm not going to get arrested in South Dakota. Um, I'd get arrested other places, but not South Dakota. <laughs> not um, in 2019. I'm not. <laughs> lock me up in San Diego. Yeah. That's fine. But don't lock me up in South Dakota. So I go through the thing. I get out. And they're like, sir, um, we have to swab your hands. So they swap my hands. Yeah, for bomb dust. Yeah. And I go, <laughs> I go to grab my bag. He's like, no, 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 hold on. You have to wait 20 seconds. And I go, <laughs> okay. So then he goes, uh, excuse me, sir, there's something wrong with your waistband. And I go, what? I've worn these pants like pretty much all weekend. Yeah. Sorry for being gross. 
I've worn these pants all week, and I'm like, I traveled with them in Buffalo. How is there something wrong? It's like they're a little bulky. We're gonna have to bring you into the back. Is it? It's because you had your boner tucked up in your waistband. I tried to tuck it between my legs. Yeah, well, sometimes you gotta tuck it up. <laughs> it feels amazing. <laughs> so this fucking guy brings me in the back. He's like, "All right, you got to strip," and I go, "Okay." So now you're in a room. I'm in a room okay. with two dudes. Yeah. One's watching the door. One's investigating, you know, whatever they got to fucking do. No judgment. And they're rubbing their hand back yeah. and forth up in my body. And they go through and in mm-hmm. on the backside. It's amazing. And they're like, oh, you're clear. Well, and I go, yeah, no shit. Uh, okay, thanks. So then, furthermore, I go sit down. There's maybe five people in the whole entire airport. Yeah. I sit down. Five minutes go by and put my AirPods in. I'm like, all right, I'm kind of bougie. I got AirPods in. These people still have, like, plug-in Walkmans. <laughs> and that player. two, yeah. not one, but two fucking, like, security cops walk by me, circle around, and then wait by the gate until I fly. For you. I was two hours early. Yeah. I'm like, they fucking sat there for two hours, like, talking to the flight attendant, like, looking around, pointing. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Which is and, I don't, and then I called my mom. My mom. No, yeah. My mom freaked the fuck out. She's like, oh, my God, son, are you okay? I'm like, mom, I can't fucking talk here. What do you want me to say? I'm fine. I just got violated pretty much by the TSA agent. Like, And I can't say anything. I can't yeah. say stop. Like, that feels uncomfortable or I'm excited. I can't say either one. Well, right. You can't. I digress. It, yeah. Okay. It's 2019. It's fine. Where are we going with this? <laughs> Anyways, um, I flew back. There it is. And that was the worst city I've ever yeah. been in. By far, this year. Yeah, the so, best one. I don't. I can't really give you a best one because I only have a worst one. Yeah. Everything else has been so quick that I can't really give you a taste of what That's every, pretty great everything else has been. Profiled in South Dakota. Yeah. So um, don't go to South Dakota. Sioux Falls. Is that where it was? Sioux yeah. Falls. Sioux Falls. Is South that where Dakota. the uh, every person that I interacted with that was from Sioux Falls has literally told me they've never traveled outside of Sioux Falls. Why would you? It's got everything you need. I'm sorry that if you travel four hours, you have a beautiful <laughs> park in your own state. I'm like, you haven't even been to the town next over? He's like, why would I? Yeah. I'm like, good question. I don't know why I'm here, but I'm here. Whatever. I digress. <laughs> so let's go back to being busy. Right? Because that's, uh, that's kind of where we were. We were talking about how um, yep. how you've realized that you just can't keep up with the demands no, of being an I athlete. Uh, and, that, and that was a big decision for yeah. me. Uh, how did you handle that? Um, I'm still dealing with it. Yeah. Uh, because every day I'm like, I look at myself and I'm like, well, maybe I'll work out today. Yeah. And then I realize there's a lot of shit you got to do. Yeah. And I'm too controlling to pre- pretty much um, split responsibilities yeah. with a lot of people. For sure. You've never really, like, hired staff. You've no. always done everything on your own. Yep. You've opened the gym. And, and I'm always like, why? Yeah. You're killing yourself. I you know. wake up at... I don't know. I'm assuming 20 minutes before your first client getting to the gym, and then you're... (laughs) (laughs) I roll out of bed, man. I pick out the clothes ahead of time. I leave them there. I'm a little tired, a little groggy in the morning. We read a couple books that night. It's it's a thing. (laughs) Do we talk about books? We will talk about books later. We can talk about about books. That's fine. Um, When we talk about the Nazis, we'll talk about books. (laughs) We'll talk about books. I'll edit that part out. Um... Yeah, so I've I, I've come to that conclusion too. Um, I was never I I've never I've competed a couple times. I never did well. I never hit any milestones. I never hit any really big lifts. Yeah. But I've always kind of had that um, that drive, and I still do, even yeah. though I have no intentions of competing. For sure. And then I I think about it. I'm just like, what the fuck am I killing myself for here? Yeah. You know? And like, there was a, a a point in my life a couple of years ago where I was just like, I'm gonna compete. 
consistently. Like yeah. I'm, I'm going to hit records. I'm going to yeah. do this. I'm going to do that. And then I walk into the gym and I feel like shit and I'm stiff in my right. I get shooting pain down my right leg. And I'm like, well, I have to squat today. Cause that's today's, today's Monday. I squat <laughs> on Mondays and I'm just like, we, I can't do anything differently. You know? And like, I don't, it doesn't depress me anymore. Yeah. You know, it, it did. Um, one of my best friends from Syracuse, he was my training partner for years when he was living up here for, for undergrad. Um, and we trained together. We trained uh, alongside Paul Childress and yep. Joe Doherty, who are some of the strongest guys out there. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, we, we got so much knowledge and so much shit from them and everything. And, um, y- you know, we, we we're, every time we talk, we're, like, so fucking jaded. We, like, hate everybody who's coming into yep. the sport because we're like, you weren't here when we were here. Yep. You didn't fucking kill yourself at the gym when we killed mm-hmm. ourselves at the gym. You weren't there, like, when we cried because we couldn't move. Or, like, we... And, like, we never hit anything. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, nobody knows who we are. We never had anything. Like, we see all these people on social media and shit, and we're just like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, big, big fuck you, because you weren't there for, like, yeah. you weren't there when we were there. You weren't yeah. there when, like, there was nobody out there giving out information. Yeah. And, like, we fucking killed ourselves. And, like, mm-hmm. there are days, like, where I'm just like, I'm willing to die today mm-hmm. to hit some fucking random number that is so small relative yeah. You know, or I, I guess I'll say absolute compared to everybody else out there. Um, but I, I just, I don't give a shit. You know, yeah. like I, I give a shit when I'm at the gym and then once I leave, I'm just like, nah, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like I had a bad day. Like the other day I was testing my deadlift off a four inch deficit. Like what an arbitrary number. And I missed the number that I, I had in mind. Then I didn't pull it and I just said, all right, on to the next thing. Yeah. Before I would fucking bitch and moan and, you know, it'd be a whole thing. But like, how did, how did you deal with the fact that you're just like, I'm 98 pounds away from a 2,000 pound total, yeah. and maybe now, maybe it's just not for me. You know, um, I think a lot of it became I was I was super scared, dude. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean that that back injury I had right before nationals was was. Scary. I, I want to talk about that too, but in yeah. a, in a bit right um, after this. I mean that was, dude. I, I couldn't walk. Yeah. I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah, I, I remember you 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 called me. I um, this was like happened. a weekend. Uh, yeah. This was uh, over a year ago, right? Do you remember yeah. the date? Uh, yeah, it was uh, the weekend after July 4th. And, yeah. And uh, I remember making fun of Maggie Needham or Maggie Fuentes mm-hmm. uh, for a selfie picture. We went to Riverworks that night. And then the next day I went to go lift and I was fucked. Yeah. Up. Like, so you, you called me one day, text me, call me. And you're just like, homie, I can't move. I'm done. I'm dead. <laughs> I can't walk. And you, you, you – I don't want to say you walked, you hobbled yeah. into my apartment at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, and then it, it was, it was, uh, it was a big wake up. And it was, it, it was, it's, I, I have a really hard time treating a lot of my athletes. Yeah. Um, 99% of the athletes I treat are powerlifters. Yeah. And I feel so fucking bad when I tell them like, listen, I'm like, you're going to be out for a while. Yep. You know, and I see so many people out there. I, I, I fucking hate Instagram, but I'm so obsessed with it at, at times. And I see all these people who are just like, blew my back out two weeks ago. I'm back and back on the bar, and I'm like, yeah. no. Yeah, I took no. Yeah, I took and, and 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 I hate to tell you know I hate to tell a lot of my athletes because it always happens during peaking, right? You mm-hmm. for peaking is this I don't know six to eight weeks, twelve weeks or whatever. Uh, usually somewhere right around for us, it's anywhere from. Two to about six weeks. Yeah, so so peaking is literally just that. It's you getting very, very, very prepared for mm-hmm. a competition. So the weights are roughly about a hundred plus percent yep. of their 
Usually. old one rep maxes. Yeah. Sometimes so, even yeah. more than that. Yeah. So, th- so they're very fatigued. They're very tired. They're very stressed. You have so many fucking factors that play into this. And they come into my, uh, they come into my office, or I always get these DMs like, "Hey, uh, just a little low back and leg pain. Can you help me out?" And they come in and I go, "What's up?" And they go, "I can't move. I have sharp shooting, tingling pain on my fucking right leg. Uh, what do I do?" And I'm just like, "Oh." Fuck! Like you're not gonna like what I'm gonna tell you, and 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 I hate it, you know, because I'm supposed to be objective. I'm supposed yeah. to be non-biased. I'm not supposed to feel bad for my patients. But when I have a powerlifter who comes in and I've been there, and I'm like, you're not gonna like what I'm gonna tell you, because you're you're gonna be you're gonna hate your fucking life for yeah. the next I don't know half a year sometimes, yeah. you know, it's gonna really suck for you. Yeah, and it does. And you know, you treat a lot of our athletes. Yeah, and you know, we we. I wish I didn't, but I do. I know. I, I wish it was yeah. the same. Um, <laughs> You know, in a lot of, and, and when you push that limit, you're going to get hurt. And, and you know, I think a lot of factors go into it. Lifestyle is number one. You yeah. Know, if you don't have a great lifestyle outside of training, if your job doesn't comply, your nutrition doesn't comply, your food doesn't comply, um, if nothing complies, um, you're going to be messed up. And I think all that caught up with me, and yeah. it catches up with a lot of people. You know, because everyone, everyone wants to get stronger, but no one wants to do all the warm ups. No one wants to do all the prehab, rehab. Everybody want to um, get big, but nobody want to lift heavy ass weight. That's right, right. There you go. Um, and I think it just really catches up with people, and it sucks. And it happened to me. And yeah. then I realized, like, uh, my I have to wake up tomorrow, and I have to go to work, and I have to coach mm-hmm. people, and I have to lift, I have to put on weights, and I have to teach people technique. Yeah. And if I can't do that really well. I'm not going to be a good coach for anyone. And if I can't listen to my body, I can't, you know, be there for my athletes. And that's one of the biggest things for me that I hold my hat on. I'm always going to be there for my yeah. athletes. Um, <clears throat> so with that being said, you know, it was, it was a decision I wanted to see out, you know, when that injury happened, I wanted yeah. to see out, you know, nationals because I waited 10 weeks to touch a bar. Yeah. And that was a long time for me. And that was like, I remember the first squad I had with Matt right after, you know, when you gave me clearance and it was like, try it. Yeah. And it was like 360, like 300, 160 kilos, 165 yeah. kilos. Which is nothing for you. I mean, no. you used to, I, I remember you'd walk into the gym um, and somebody else would, would have been lifting, right? And they worked up to, I don't know, arbitrary number. Um, and you'd walk in and you'd be like, ah, just leave it on the bar. I'll just yeah. fucking squat it. And I'm yeah. like, ah, okay. Yeah. I, well, I would literally warm up. Usually my first rep would be 170 kilos, which is like 370 pounds. Yeah. 375 pounds. Um, and I just didn't care. Like I need, I didn't have time. I yeah. Time yeah. You care. didn't, you would lift in between I clients. Would lift literally if I had a half hour, I'd be like, all right, get my top set in. I would if I had longer than that, it'd be like, all right, I need a hot shower. I gotta warm up my back, <laughs> and then I would fucking right. go do it. That was it. That was your warm up. Yeah, that was my warm up. I didn't like shower. fucking anything else but yeah. a really long, like twenty minute, thirty minute hot Jesus shower. Jesus Christ! I'm just sitting there with like all of like my body feeling like it's melting away. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I feel ready. I can move. I can hinge. I can squat. I'm mm-hmm. fine. Um, and then it caught up to me. And then I realized like yeah, today's, that less, today's lesson of how to not warm up. Yeah. Right. Um, don't be me. Yeah. Um, listen to me. Monkey see, monkey don't do. Yeah. Um, so, and I, actually, I came back really strong in the squat. Actually, after the injury, I actually saw my best ever squat. What was I that? Uh, Seven ten for a triple. Yeah. And uh, I've never felt stronger That's in huge. the squat. And it was like I was on pace to probably squat somewhere right around like seven sixty five, seven eighty, depending on how the peak rest of the peak went and. I got to nationals and my body was fucking broke. Like yeah. my body was just broke. Which year? What year was this? This was last year's nationals. Okay. 
I made prime time, and what actually was, my total again would still make prime time, which is fucking sad. Yeah. Um, but whatever. It was is that Spokane? Uh, that was in Spokane. Smokane, Smokane, <laughs> Washington. Um, Today's podcast is sponsored by Smokane, Washington. Books are us. Yeah, um, books are us. Um, Native so Roots Dispensary in Spokane, Washington. Oh yeah, hit me up. <laughs> um, but I was super pumped. I was like, it's an honor, you know. And you know, after watching Worlds this last year, Kristen Dunsmore actually did something similar, where she had a really bad glute injury. That's right. And she literally squatted like seventy kilos at Worlds when she's so most, fucking strong, so Holy fucking strong. Shit. I mean, she. Her best ever squat, I think, in training is like 180, 190, something What is like that, that pounds for three ninety six to 420? Yeah, that's huge. For a 72-kilo female, what, 154-pound yeah. female? Um, that's huge. Yeah, and, Christy, and, very strong. Yeah, and so I, I like, watched that, and I was like, okay, I don't feel as bad about my performance because, like, I literally did, I think, 45 kilos less at nationals than my best ever meet, and I was yeah. on pace to do – I had an arbitrary number in mind of, like, 900 kilos – um, which I think was about 1980, um, and that would have been a New York State super heavy record in USAPL. Yeah. So uh, that was like a number I had like dead set uh, in my heart. And after the peak, I was like, okay, I'm kind of there, you know, even after maintaining some of my strength from all the injury and stuff. Yeah. Um, and again, being a super is kind of easy because you can just eat to recover as yeah. opposed to most. So super heavyweight is what 308 pounds? No, up? no, no, not in USAPL. It's okay. anything over 265. Woo, that's light. Oh uh, yeah. And, you know, obviously the big guys are over 350, 360. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyway, it just w- was a wake-up call. And then I had a uh, really bad fucking knee injury. Oh, that, that yeah. Yeah, the calf, that. like, back of the patella. I saw you Did you ever find out what that was? It worked itself out. I feel <laughs> fine now. <laughs> like, I can still take 500 yeah. cold on a squat. Please don't do that because it's not smart. Um, but, like, I can still do things. And, like, it doesn't hurt. I don't compensate. I don't do anything. Um, but I had a really bad pop. Like, I was warming up on yeah. the bench, and I felt like just a fucking pop in the back of my knee. And I was like, you know what? This just isn't worth it. Like, yeah. one, two, three injuries now uh, just piling up. And I was like, fuck this. Like, yeah. And then come full circle, you know, my coaching after nationals just, like, blew up. You yeah. Know, and we're – I now personally coach, like, close to, like, 120 athletes. Holy shit. Uh, between remote and in-house yeah. and in-house programming. I, I, going back briefly to the injury, I remember, like, right before um, – so, so I left Mustache Gym November 2018 because I moved. Yep. And it, it was nothing against the gym, obviously. It was just kind of an inconvenience yeah. because of the location. Um, but I, I remember, like, months leading up to that, it was just like, dude, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. Yeah. And, and like, I, I felt like every month you were just like, hey, man, what do you think this is? And I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It all caught up to me. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, you know nothing against you, but it was just like it, you were just, like, always fucking yeah. hurt. Yeah, I, I just couldn't keep up with the amount of rehab. And like, yeah. I, for for those listening, like I put a lot of money and time into rehab. Like yeah. I saw you pretty much once or twice a week. I yeah. got a massage once a week. I was seeing Matt, the PT, twice a week. Acupuncture. And I was seeing Dan once a week. Like yeah. I was literally getting treatment almost every single day. Yeah. And it still wasn't enough. I, I kind of want to diverge that really quick. Um, I have a lot of people who – who don't understand the costs of, I don't want to say just being an athlete, but being competitive. Um, and I always tell people, I'm like, it's it's, it's expensive. It it's is. really fucking expensive. I mean, I mean, if this is your hobby, if like yeah. lifting is like what you enjoy to do outside of your normal life, then sure, you, you invest in your hobby, yeah. right? So that's not only, excuse me, investing in like your body and your health and whatever, like yeah. that's irrelevant at this point. But like for me, like I love golfing, right? Like golfing is my hobby. Yeah. I invest in golf. I get a nice pair of clubs. Um, I go to nice courses. 
I get a cart because I'm lazy as fuck. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's like uh, probably all in all throughout the season, you're talking 2500 bucks for the yeah. season. And, like, if you really enjoy your hobby, you have to take care of it. So, like, for example, if you really love powerlifting or you love weightlifting, you want to work with nice bars, you want to work at a nice facility, you want to work with a coach, you want to make sure that your body's working as one, you need to listen to your coach. You also need to listen to your, uh, f- you know, people that are taking care of you, yep. whether it's a Cairo, PT, acupuncturist, whatever, uh, massage therapist. And you just need to make sure that you're investing the time. But, yeah, like, if you want to get to the top, it takes a lot of money. Oh, yeah. And that's why a lot of these, you know, um, high – level lifters have a lot of sponsorships and they you know have discount codes because that pays for most of their meets not everyone is a jen thompson you know no offense to jen but like she gets a lot of stuff paid for because she's an spd athlete Mm -hmm. or ray williams where they're getting flown themselves and every seminar they do they make a good chunk of cash because they are who they are and they're as smart as they are and they're as great as they are yeah do you ever have the feeling of seeing a lot of these new people come up, make it really big, really fast, and then either feeling some kind of envy or some kind of fucking hatred towards them or something? You know, going back to like what I was saying when I see all these people posting on Instagram, yeah. and I'm just like, "Fuck you! You weren't there." Yeah, you know what I mean. You, I, I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. It's a, I just judge right away, and I'm just going oh, like, sure. "You weren't in the fucking trenches," I, as if I was in the army. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> fought some war. Like all of this was voluntary. It's all of this was. It's it's, it's such a. Powerlifting at the end of the day, powerlifting, weightlifting, it's such a privilege. It's not yeah. a uh, – yeah, sure. am I saying that right? Privilege, not yeah. right? Yeah, uh, I, uh, 100%. It's, it's, it's a privilege, right? We're, we're not some third-world country. We don't have to compete to keep our families fed. No. You know, you have uh, a, lot of, um, a lot of places in Russia and China where they start lifting at three, four, yeah. five years old. Yeah. Um, and then they go into camps, literal fucking weightlifting camps. This is I don't know if this really happens with powerlifting as much as it happens with like um, yeah, ollie lifting. More weightlifting, yeah. With weightlifting. But they get set up in these camps young. And they're just like, this is going to be your job. Yep. You are going to do this whether you like it or not. And for you're sure. going to pay for your family. And like we don't – obviously, we don't do that here in the no. States. Um, so at the end of the day, I could just quit. But yeah. I, I look at all these people and I'm like, I, I don't know. Again, like I don't know if they went through this shit. Yeah. But I did. And I fucking cried. Honestly, I, I, I think I come from a different perspective. Yeah. That it just builds the sport. Like, yeah. You know, people like Russell Orhe is a big name, uh, big name now. Yeah. Or Ray Williams or um, Jen Thompson. You know, uh, Jen Thompson has been competing in powerlifting, I think, 25 fucking She's years. She's been around for a while. Jen, Th- Jen Thompson, for people who don't know, she is a female, obviously, lifter. Yep. And her best bench is, what, 320 now? Uh, she has, I think, pause bench 325 at a college. Um, with a guy by the name of Bill something. Yeah, I saw that video. Um, He's... You know, Jen Thompson is, what, 132 pounds? 132 pounds, 315 to 20 pound bench press. So that's... Yeah, Paul's bench. That's a competition-style bench. And I think her best in comp was, like, 315. Yeah, I think it's 315, 317. That's absurd. That is absurd, man. Most, Most guys... A lot of the meets that I've been to, most guys in my weight class at 90 kilos or 198 pounds don't even bench over 315 ish you know what i mean and like that's huge yeah 132 pound female it's it's big but i think it's also great for this yeah like it gets people interested definitely like Like yeah a big part of me sees a lot of stuff what's happening now like you're holding so many meats yeah you know what i mean and i look at that and i'm like that's awesome you know and i i just look at how many federations are coming up but then the other half of me is like i see all the politics involved i see all the fucking disagreements and arguments but yeah when you know things become as large as they are for sure. That's that's just charted territory, right? Like you can expect that. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's, I think that's just the dog. Um 
but yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I think it's great. I, I think Instagram, uh, Facebook, other social media outlets yeah. for, for this kind of stuff is awesome. And I think it's great that we get, keep getting new people. Like, I mean, Russell Orr, he's literally competing for fucking what? Not even like two years, three years. And he's Seriously? an 83 kilo lifter squatting. Oh, I, okay. I'm thinking of somebody else. Never mind. And I know he's literally squatting 700 pounds yeah. as an 83 kilo lifter. That's crazy. I mean, granted, you could judge the depth, whatever, and it's not yeah. a comp, but like, the dude literally had 700 pounds on his back at 83 yeah. kilos. I couldn't, like I couldn't walk that pounds. out. Yeah, I, I barely could walk that out now. Like, and, you know, I'm a lot bigger than that. Dude. Yeah. So I think it's great. I, I, I think it's great for the exposure of the it sport. It definitely has a new image, for I sure. I think it's definitely becoming, you know, unfortunately, you have your groups. Like, yeah. And, you know, I pride our gym on not having, like, a group, you know, and like a, an elitist mentality. Yeah. Or, you know, you, you've clearly watched West Side versus the World. Twice. You know? three times maybe um but you know the, they walked in there and they were like hated or they were like yeah. not respected because yeah. of who they were yeah um you know respected non-respected could go either way but like they they commanded attention yeah and you know and i think now you get into that a lot more with these like uspa feds or usapl feds where you know you have your crew yeah and if you're not part of that crew it's like a fuck you and, and I think that that kind of takes away from the sport itself. Yeah. And I think that that's what I don't like about it. And that's probably yeah. the one thing I don't like the most about it. Because, you know, if there's someone that's not a part of a crew and they're strong as fuck. Yeah. What the fuck does that matter? They're strong as fuck and they're not a part of something. What, I, why does that matter? I, I feel like in the States it's a very big thing to be a crew. I yeah. feel like a lot of these guys that are not within the U.S. or guys and females um, are very much just solo I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of people here who aren't part of crews, too, I guess. I don't know. I guess. I mean, I think it varies from I get, person yeah. to person. I get what you mean when things start to get very clicky. Things yeah. start to get very I uncomfortable. I don't want to be part. I don't want, like, I don't want anything to do with your fucking sport anymore. Yeah. And, and you lose people like that. Yeah. Like, we lost, uh, I think USAPL lost one of the best 72 kilo lifters from last year's national and American record holder in the squat. Who was that? Uh, I think her name is Madeline Scott. Okay. Um, she switched over to USPA because she hated the fucking shit that was yeah. going on. And, you know, there's going to be those people that hate it, but there's also going to be people that love it. And yeah. there's going to be people that stay because, quite frankly, the USAPL has probably some of the best competitions. Yeah. Not only the best competitions, but the best competition for drug-free lifting. Yeah. I mean, you, can, you can't go anywhere else where you're going to put that many people that strong in one place. Yeah. And I think that that's awesome. Yeah. And at the end of the day, who fucking cares about any clicks or anything? You just want to be the strongest fucking lifter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know where I was going with this. I don't even remember where we started from. I don't either, but we got off on a tangent. That was a really good time. How much yeah. time we got left here? Ah, uh, we got as much time as we need. Oh, We're about damn. 50 minutes in. I'm about three quarters of a highball of gin in, so I'm oh, feeling pretty good. I got three quarters through the <laughs> seltzer water. <laughs> I got plenty of time to talk. Um, we were talking <laughs> right before we started this podcast. Um, I asked you, what do you want to talk about? What do you not want to talk about? And you said anything. I don't care. Anything, dude. There's nothing I don't want to talk about. No yeah. politics, no religion. Um, Ish. Dealing with depression. I mean, that's, that, that's something that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Something yeah, that I, I haven't really had any guests talk about either. Um, but, yeah, dealing with depression. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Um, it's a real thing. I think it's uh, more relevant and prevalent than people realize. Yeah. Um, I think everyone to some degree battles some sort of internal struggle and you know if you don't want to call it depression you can call it something else but we all battle with demons on the inside and it's a matter of how much those demons come to the forefront that 
really affects you. Do you, you know? feel like lifting has helped? Absolutely not. Yeah. If anything, right. It's made Thank it worse. you. Thank you. Um, I, 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 I really, I, I see, sorry, I, I don't mean to cut in, but like I always see these, you know, like this is the best therapy, right? I and then it's not therapy. And then like I've, I've, um, I've been dealing with whatever I've been dealing with for years now. And I'm like, well, I'll just go to the gym and I'll feel better. And then I leave the gym and I'm like, well, back to feeling exactly how I was an hour and a half ago. Yeah, no. The gym has no. never, ever, ever, ever well, made me non-depressed. Think about the sports that we're in. We have to think, right? Yeah. We have cues that we have to run through. It, it, weightlifting, powerlifting, strongman, you name it. Yeah. Any, any strength sport, you have to think. And, like, if you're trying to go to the gym to shut your brain off, go run a fucking mile. Like, that'll shut your fucking mm-hmm. brain off. But – like depression and anxiety isn't going to be solved in the gym. Like right. Some people can have channel some energy yeah. into that, which can help channel your energy into something different, which I think is something that people don't like to talk about. You know, like, oh, I put all my n- negative energy into uh, drinking because yeah. I'm depressed or I put it into narcotics because I'm depressed or I just need to be high all fucking day because I can't deal with a regular state because I think too much. I know those people. Yeah, I know yeah. those people too. And, and there's a lot of people out there that think, you know, this helps is a direct correlation to helping depression or anxiety mm-hmm. and you know suicidal thoughts and and it's really not. It, it's a way to channel negative energy out, but I don't think it's a way of dealing with depression because yeah. when you're done, that depression's still going to be there. You know, oh, you yeah. might feel a little bit better because you've changed that energy system. Yeah, for two hours. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or four, depending on how long your workout takes, whatever. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and, and I've battled and struggled with it my whole life. Yeah. You know, and I realized probably I probably should have been diagnosed with ADD or ADHD at a young age. And yeah. Like, excuse me, but I've, you know, never got diagnosed because yeah. I've never really listened to the doctors and, you know, knock on wood, I'm still around. Yeah. Well, we both come from immigrant families, so. Things are a little different when you come from an immigrant family, yeah. (laughs) My mom has always said, um, she was just like, yeah, she's like, you were not crazy as a kid. Obviously, like, I was was pretty calm, but she was like, yeah, like, you know, energy was always kind of a thing. You know, pretty high energy. And she was like, yeah, just, she's like, back then, doctors just said, like, I don't know, your kid is just high energy. That's it. Like, there was no (laughs) diagnosis. And it's not like I'm, you know, I'm I'm not even, I'm almost 30 years old, so it's not like it was that long ago. So, but also immigrant families are just like. My kid's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if, if my kid acts out, I just, I'll beat the shit out of my kid really quick. Yeah. Calm him down and, like. Or or your parents just yell at each other. And you're yeah. Like, oh, fuck it. And then you're just on to the next day. Yeah. And then um, I just go in my room, play video with Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how much time we have to talk about Tony Hawk Pro Skater. But we, we can find time to talk we'll about Tony Hawk Pro time. Skater. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's something that I've dealt with for a long time. It got exacerbated when. Um, I was starting the gym, you know, because yeah. I had nothing. Yeah. Know, my, 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 I had literally nothing. I put all of my money. I didn't take out any loans. I didn't talk. I didn't have help. I don't have free rent, free utilities, free anything. You know, I literally just have me. Yeah. I had all the money I accrued from you know working at all of my other jobs. I saved my whole entire life. To call me Jewish, and <laughs> I've um, you know, I put it into mustache fitness and barbell mm-hmm. and. You know, everything that we have there is not from a loan. It's from, you know, the people that believe in me, and I put yeah. it back into the gym. So when I first started the gym back in May of 2015, and I started renovations, got my rent, blah, 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 I literally was scraped with nothing. And the timeline they gave me was like, oh, we'll be open around July, yeah. middle of July. And I was like, okay, cool. I had a bunch of vacations yeah. planned. And, you know, I was with my ex at the time. And, uh, and 
things just didn't happen the way they were supposed mm-hmm. to. And I am a person that likes to be in control of my own destiny. So I like to make sure that this is going to happen because I'm in control of this. Yeah. So when I'm believing in people saying, oh, yeah, shit's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. And they're telling me now it's going to be Labor Day. Yeah. And I quit my job. I have no income. I'm losing money every single day. Yeah. My girlfriend pretty much left me for her best friend. And I have nothing to hold my head on. And I can't, I can't do anything. I literally, from July to September, was one of the worst. That's a long time. Was one of the worst periods of my life in 2015. Yeah. And, you know, it was one of those deepest, darkest places yeah. that you can never imagine being in. And, and, like, you have nothing to help yourself except hoping that this is all going to work out. And you're telling your clients that have coming over from a different facility, you got to wait, you got to wait, you got to wait. I'm almost there. And you're going to, like, go to other gyms and try to help them yeah. for the time being. And, you know, it, it just puts you in a tailspin. And I didn't know how to handle that. And the gym did not help. <laughs> yeah. You know, going to work out myself in that time, I'm pretty sure I lost close to like 40 pounds in that summer. Holy shit. Um, not eating, um, just pretty much slaving away at the gym, helping the contractors out, mm-hmm. doing all the building, uh, ripping everything down. And, you know, it was something that, you know, I've, I honestly tried killing myself a couple of times in yeah. that time because I didn't know if I could handle the pressure. And, you know, it was also one of the easiest times for me to come back from because mm-hmm. I realized when it was all over, you know, I had something again. I had something to hold on to. To look forward had, to. Yeah, you had yeah, a purpose. And, and it gave me a reason to be around again. Yeah. And, you know, I felt for the longest time I didn't have a reason to be around. And yeah. I love work. You know, I, I, I don't understand people that say, oh, I fucking hate. I got to wake up tomorrow. I got to go to work. And it's yeah. like, I thoroughly enjoy going to work. Like, I don't have a bad time at work. Yeah. Like, I actually love it. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, I'd say, like, of the two years that I was there, 99% of the time you're always in a good mood. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of times I'm not. <laughs> you know, depending on if my mom made me lunch or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, I mean, it, it's, it, it's something that I think people are, I don't want to say afraid to talk about because it's not. Because I've met, you know, over the 10 years of being yeah. in personal training, you met so many people that, like, We'll talk about anything. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, Eric Benfield will literally talk to me about anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I love you, Eric. I love you. Um, but, you know, it, it, there's a lot of things that people like are like, oh, you know, kind of tiptoeing around yeah, the subject. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, I think it's – I, I want to say all of my experiences from, um, you know, 2015 have molded me into who I am. But it's definitely made me a – I don't want to say less sympathetic person, but mm-hmm. I've definitely learned – more um, self-worth and what we're capable of yeah. through that time as opposed to just feeling sorry for people and building them em- up. Empathy, yeah. really, if any. I mean, yeah, I, and I probably lost a little bit of that because yeah. I'm like, there's bigger struggles in the world than you not hitting a top set score. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, I realize, you know, you tell them all about these things, and if they can't see that, that's on yeah. them. You know, and, and it's taken a lot for me to, like, step back and not taking it personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something we all deal with still. You know, like, if someone comes to you and is like, my fucking back still hurts. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I did the best I could. Yeah. And I can't help, you know, how you're feeling. Yeah, I get that a lot. I, um, I, I mean, I don't want to get too much into it. But, yeah, I get that a lot. I get a lot of people yeah. who, like, they'll see me for weeks on end. And yeah. I'm like, y- you've exhausted all of your options. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. You've gone to PT. You've gone. You've yeah. done this. You've done that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's definitely something that I think we'll all still struggle with. Yeah. You know, and I'll struggle with my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. But you also come up with strategies, you know, to help yourself. 
you know, and, and I think with people that, you know, if they're listening and do battle with a lot of that stuff, you have to come out with, with your own strategies, you know, and, and like for me, work is my strategy. Yeah. Like I, for me, working actually makes me feel better. And, and you know, I've taken the right steps to enjoy more of life as yeah. opposed to just working all the time. Um, so, you know, that's, that's also a plus two where, you know, I can get some of my life back instead of covering it with work, 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 yeah. and, you know, building, 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 whatever. Um, but yeah, you have to come up with your own strategies. I was actually just talking to someone about this. I think, well, when did I train him? Like two days ago, yesterday, yesterday, I was yeah. literally talking about this yesterday about how, like, um, I've come up with strategies over the years of like what helps me handle mm -hmm. all of the pressure and everything like this. And it's something that, you know, for someone like myself who is constantly working 90 to a hundred hours a week, yeah. I need to figure out when I go crazy, what I need to do yeah. and whether it's counseling or whether it's your own type of therapy or how to shut off your mind and how to find that balance between pleasure and work and, yeah. um, you know, family time and girlfriend time, you know, like you got to find that balance. I feel like a lot of, uh, athletes, I'll just say athletes in general need that. Yeah. Um, there's very high stimulation For all sure. the time. And if you're not at the gym, you're thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, obviously like more athletic athletes besides powerlifters and weightlifters, because you're only really dedicating, I don't know, 10, 12 hours a yeah. week, you know, and you've got some really high, um, um, high pressure athletes out there yeah. that definitely need to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's not the end of the I world. I mean, not even athletes. People, people are just under high stress yeah. all the time. Yeah. High stress. High stress is stress. You know, good stress is high stress. You stress know, is stress. Your body doesn't give a shit what the stress no, is. It doesn't matter. Stress you know? from a good day of work is not received yeah. much differently by your brain and body than a really bad day at the gym or a bad day at work. Exactly. Stress is stress. Like, they're, like you know, even on the flip side of that, yeah. there's no book I can read that will give me as good of a high that seeing an athlete achieve something will. Yeah. You know, and like yeah. seeing someone achieve something or winning something um, to me and I'm in control of helping them that with that. Like there's there's no fucking better feeling. Than yeah. That. And I don't care what book I read. It could be the books of the books. Yeah. And it won't. It Can we talk about books that. really quick. Yeah. dude. What, what are books? Books are weed. man. That's it. <laughs> Simply put, read your books. It's just powerlifting. Read your books. It's just powerlifting. Um, how do you deal with 100? How many clients? About 100, anywhere from, you know, it depends on the month, yeah. obviously, but anywhere from 110 to 125. So we'll say 115. How many are virtual? How many are in person? Um, We're probably more about a 65-35 split with yeah. in-house 65 and then remote 35. That's huge. Yep. That's really big. big uh, yeah. I told myself 2018 was the year I really wanted to build yeah. the remote coaching program, and I feel like we have. Um, we're all across the country. Um, we're in... God knows how many states now. We're in, I think, about 18 or 19 states. Yeah. Uh, one of my clients is moving to Japan. Shout out to Steve Jervis. Uh, he's an Army guy that's traveling out to Japan. Did he train in Buffalo? Uh, he's from Buffalo. I know that name. He lived in Texas. Okay. He's a hardcore kid, so you probably know Yeah, I, th I think I've just seen him on Instagram from your posts. Yeah, and um, he's going to be moving out to Japan, so that means we're in four different countries. That's, yeah. that's insane. That's like It's cool. Like it's it's a really cool feeling to you know, uh, you know, touch people all over yeah. the country and all over the world for that matter. How long have you been running meets now? Competitions. Uh, my first meet I co-ran in 2016. Yeah. And now on my own. Was that the one in the uh, ice skating ring? <laughs> no, that was the other mustache. Guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that was a meet I kind of helped with, but okay. I didn't have any 
ties to. Yeah. Um, but no, my first meet, I ran in-house, actually. Okay. You guys were literally a member a month before I ran that meet. Gina oh. helped the front desk with my mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy shit, that was three years ago. That was three years ago, dude. That was yeah, the day that makes I met, sense. That okay, was the never day mind. I met, uh, the love of my life, man. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, me. Jerry Fitzgerald <laughs> competed there, and that's how we got. Uh, was that the last time he's competed? <laughs> I think that's the last time. He's Jerry's a uh, I don't know an enigma. Oh my god, Jerry. He's somebody awesome. who'd come to the gym at some point, like once a month. Yeah, and he would just. I don't know. He would just hit numbers where I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? Come on. <laughs> and then you'd be like, yeah, I'm out of here. See you later. <laughs> yeah. And then I wouldn't see him for like yeah. a week or a month. Just, he'd just leave. And then he's like, oh, he's like, I just want to look good. And he would <laughs> squat 275 for reps, yeah. like sets of 12. And I'm like, dude, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. And he'd come in shirtless. He'd look like a bear. Do it. And then just walk out. And I'm like, dude, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm like, you don't deserve this. I oh, deserve man. this. I this is those. me. I yeah. miss the 2016 days. Yeah. Those were fun. Yeah, no. Uh, that was when the gym wasn't as busy as it is now. But Holy yeah. shit. I, I came in the other night. It was my first time in um, 10 months, roughly. Yeah. Packed. Dude, it was like dude packed. It's like literally like 20 people. Yeah, I feel bad. Time. I don't come enough, but like I came yeah. in and I was like, wow. Yeah. Packed. Back to, back to school. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, back to school. We got a lot of the gotta kids get that back in. Pumping. Yeah. Pumping iron, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, man, it was it was awesome. Um, gym's been going really good, but yeah, that was the first year I ran a meet, co ran a meet. Yeah. Um, and then now I think I've ran four or five on my own, like solely on my own. Yeah. So you've got I've had a lot of I've had a lot of help from with Nate. Like Nate and I kinda like he yeah. helps me a lot yeah. with like the background stuff because I'm not really uh um dot your eyes and cross your T's kind right. of guy. You know, I'm kind of the guy that's like, all right, I got all the shit. I'm going to put it together. Yeah. You fine tune everything. Yeah. So you've got a meet coming up in November. Yeah. Powerful we'll talk about pride, that. man. Yeah. Um, that's, that, that's big. Yeah. Is, is this the first, this is the first one. Well, is this the first of its kind? No, they have a pole for pride meet okay. that is done across the country. I think that's right. Pole for pride is like a that was pretty um, recent. Is a is a thing with a, a, a not a fed but like a, a corporation yeah. runs that. Um, so I wanted to create a full power meet that I can pretty much attract. It's kind of like a rookie meet almost, but also open to everyone. You know, yeah. there's no weight classes and there's no gender. There's no sanction. Sanction. It's just for fun. It's for yeah. charity. And like half the donations of half the proceeds of everything are going towards the Pride Center for uh, Western New York. Yeah, which is huge. I mean, I've never seen anything advertised like yeah. that for the LB- LGBT community. Yeah, and we're we're big on that, man. Yeah. We, we have um, a huge... LBGTQ community, uh, a part of Mustache. Oh, know? yeah. Um, uh, all across the board. Uh, yeah. LBGTQ, like mm-hmm. ev- everyone in between. And uh, we're very honored and proud to have everyone a part of that community here. It's such and, an important thing now. And honestly, supporting them. You know, yeah. my gym is is awesome. You know, and our gym supports them 100%. And, like, it, it doesn't even feel like they're their own community. Right, it's because it, it shouldn't community. be. It's, it's just not. part of the it, community. It, people are people. Yeah. And I've never... I don't understand that concept because my brain doesn't work right, that way. Right, like, right, right. People you know, are like, oh, I'm, I'm colorblind. I don't see – like, dude, you see colors. Yeah. If like, people are white, people are black. Like, exactly. just fucking get over it. But people are people. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to – you know, I, I don't care what you're into outside of that. We're here for one reason. And as one long as you're not a Nazi. Yeah. Or you listen to adult alternative. At least I don't listen to the Jim Blossoms. Do I? I do. I like yeah. the gym. I like um, Hey Jealousy. That's a pretty good song. It's the only song I know from the Jim Blossoms. So. That's the only song anyone knows from the Jim mm-hmm. Blossoms. But yeah, at the end of the day, as long as you don't listen to Creed, 
or Nickelback. Who 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 did we hear at the Erie County Fair? Who oh did God, you post about on Instagram fuck. recently? And I was just like, what a fucking nightmare. I was like, this is your nightmare. Oh my God, what was that? Oh my God. As long as you don't listen to whatever band you posted yeah, about a couple weeks terrible. ago, then you're 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 yeah. you're a fine person. They were like even Nickelback was above that. Yeah, and that, that was bad. I yeah. don't forget who it was. I don't care what letter you are. As long as you don't <laughs> listen to whoever that was, you're fine. <laughs> we'll figure out who yeah. it is later. <laughs> um, that's big. That's yeah. that's a fun meet. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, we're at about like thirty-five ish entries. How many of you? What are you capping it at? Probably forty-five because that'll be like three flights, fifteen people. That's you nice. know, a couple Quick. people will probably drop yeah. out. Um, and like, again, it's just for fun, and it's a rookie meet too. So, like a lot of people who don't want to feel that pressure of mm-hmm. competing in a Fed, you know, clear, uh, we always run USAPL meets just because that's the Fed I'm affiliated yeah. with. Um, and you know, it, it's not like you have to pay for a membership. You have to get the singlets, the knee sleeves, the belt, the just straps. Just show up and fucking lift weights yeah. in gym clothes if you want to dress up. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, do whatever you want. It's a fun meet. It's for you. It's a spotlight on being inclusive with everyone mm-hmm. and I think that that's an awesome thing that's nice it's beautiful yeah. I was like when I saw you post that I was like it's about time yeah not not it's about time you did it's about time somebody in yeah. general like that's fucking well, awesome gotta speak up a little bit yeah. man like uh, I'm not one to really voice too many opinions online just yeah. because it's the internet and right. everyone can misconstrue everything but I feel like this is one topic that Fuck you it. need to have yeah. a really strong opinion on it's about time yeah um, is David lifting at it David is <sighs> makes me so yeah. happy yeah we're so pumped for him man it makes me very happy david's awesome working uh i guess just on your instagram right uh yeah website too uh yeah. we have more information on our website than instagram but um my media team kind of like posts some stuff about it uh, yeah quite often on the story of like how many spots are left and things yeah. like that okay check it out yeah anything awesome. else you want to talk about i mean we're we're an hour and ten in roughly. holy shit we've been yeah. doing this that long yeah it feels like i've only been doing this for like 20 minutes i know i don't know it's the man. books <laughs> the, books the books after or the books now? Who cares? <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm good. Um, I'm very much into my cup of gin. Yeah, dude. I. How about we rank the Tony Hawk lists? Okay. Um, easy. Very easy. For me, I'm going to include Top everything. Three. three. That's it. Tony Hawk Pro Skater four. Okay. Tony Hawk Underground one. Tony Hawk Pro Skater three. See. Very easy fucking list for me. See that for me is the same but the order is different let's hear it i gotta go one underground one okay four and yeah three that's fine that's like, totally okay dude those those three are the best yeah 100 like, anybody who disagrees i'm pretty sure that was the main reason alkaline trio was probably one of my favorite bands. they were on both they were on underground one and maybe underground two yeah it was private eye i remember it dude that for, that, for sure underground one. it was like white riot uh, by the Clash, yeah, or the Dead Kennedys, excuse me. No, that's underground. Yeah, that that dude, that was insane. Yeah. That was that was the album that really got me into yeah. into music. Like honestly, it was my cousin Nate in that album specifically that got me into yeah. a lot of like the music. I I've um, to still I still play four and one we and know. underground one. <laughs> yeah, we, we know everybody right. fucking knows. We know. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a gamer, but if there's two games I would play for the rest of my life, it'd be Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four and Tony Hawk Underground One. <laughs> Um, the last time, holy shit! The last time we played it, I ate, uh, I'd say twenty to twenty-five milligram edible. Yeah. Um, and, and you I, were on fire. Yeah, I, I almost like, beat you in slap. Fire. And I almost fire. beat you in slap. Yeah, I almost. Didn't know what I was doing almost. That was probably one of the, I don't want to say worst nights because that was one of the best nights of my life. But that was one <laughs> of the worst. I feel like that, that was one of the worst representations of myself. 
anytime you come over, anytime you're within my apartment and or house, <laughs> that is the worst representation of me. Almost always. Even even tonight, I feel like might become a really bad representation of me. It's a Sunday night. I have patience at 6.45. I have patience in 12 fucking hours from now. Brian, nothing beats the mustache party. So, was that 2016? Yeah. 2016. Nothing. Like, there, there, that is, that is the representation of you. 2016, I've been at the gym now, uh, I think I joined in. Five months ago. Yeah. A couple months. Really not that long. Nope. Um, Christmas time. Carly throws a, uh, open bar Christmas party at a brewery. Actually, right around the corner from my house right now. Yeah. Rusty Nickel. Um, Rusty Nickel Brewery. Shout out. Sponsor me. Please. (laughs) And he invites the whole fucking gym it was like it was a lot of us i think at some point i don't know yeah. 50 plus people came yeah, through yeah at that point there was probably like 50 60 people yeah. that showed open, up open bar though open, open bar. bar at a brewery i came in a white turtleneck a uh, <laughs> argyle blazer and sneakers um and i was like ah i was like i'm gonna show people who i really am yes you did white turtleneck white turtleneck um that then became stained yeah and thrown out yeah so that was that was a pretty bad night, and then the night when you guys helped us, uh, or 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 the night that we moved in here mm-hmm. last November, we went to that same brewery. Yep. But whatever, we don't have enough time. But yeah, <laughs> you're a bad influence on me. I don't think it's me. I think it's you. It's not me. It's you. One more time. Where can people find you? Mustache Fitness and Barbell, four ten Hyde Street. That's it. Tanawanda. Tanawanda, baby. Anything else you wanna? Thanks. Thanks. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. See ya. Thanks, homie.